You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. All right, Treacle. Good morning. How you doing? It is 7.43 on June 15th and a bit of a wet one again, hey, but that's all right. The weather is going to change, hoping that we're looking at a clearing trend. We are. That's what's going to be happening for the rest of the day. But it does look and sound a little wet out there this morning, especially first thing. But looking at the, uh, the webcams up on the mountain, yeah, it looks soggy, but you can see almost to the top of 7th heaven, a high cloud bank there, and then a low-lying one in the valley too. So expect precipitation to continue throughout the day before it really clears tonight into what will be a wonderful sunny stint. Oh my gosh, we've earned it. January, it's it's lived up to its name. It always does. And that's really good for what will be, you know, the, a very real danger of fires through the summer. It, uh, the more rain we get, the better, really, unfortunately. I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if it just rained at night? But that's not the way of the world. Speaking of rain though, that could well affect if you want to go sightseeing and do the only hiking trail that's available, which is Pika's Traverse. <laughs> a pretty soggy day for it. I'd maybe wait a couple days. In fact, the longer we wait, hoping that we can get through on Matthew's Traverse soon and enjoy those snow walls, along with potentially a drink at the Umbrella Bar, which is due to open, hopefully, fingers crossed, by Friday. I'll keep you posted on Friday's podcast if that's the case. Uh, I want to know if it is. But yeah, for the weather, looking, like I said, for showers for the rest of the day, a 60% chance. It's looking like we'll have a break mid-morning, a little more in the afternoon. But just expect the unexpected. Plan ahead. Take your layers. Take an umbrella. I put Personally, I'm going hiking with a wonderful girlfriend, so I'll plan accordingly. Yeah, make sure I've got an extra pair of socks and stuff. But having a look at current conditions, at nine degrees currently in Whistler, really quite mild. Uh, finally, you know, overnight, but looking actually at single digit temperatures coming into dawn over the next few days with those clear nights. Dawn, by the way, being right pretty much on the nose at 5 a.m., solstice on its way too hey uh, yeah the sun uh, those nights i know they turn on sunday longest day of the year and then we'll be back uh back uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about going down because, you know, the July and August are on the way, but our longest night of the year is coming up. So make the most of it. We're going to be having really sunny conditions over the next few days. Looking for a mainly sunny day tomorrow and a high of 20 degrees into the double digits and the 20s for the remainder of the week. It's looking good, team, for the long haul here. So for at least a week's sunshine. And yeah, that's going to be great for for lots of things, you know, for for our temperaments, for one thing, for our vitamin D absorption, but also for your garden. I know I'm pretty obsessed, but my greenhouse patch hasn't been looking good at all. So it's ready for some warmer temperatures and some sunshine for sure. Although I did get rid of a pesky slug I found there the other day. What was he doing? Well, he was trying to eat my beans, but no, I got him. The warmest June 15th was back in 1999 here in Whistler at 28 degrees. But the coldest was in 1979, the lowest temperature recorded at 0.2. Yeah, so if you think it's cold and it's January, just remember, yeah, yeah, it's not quite like that, is it? Having a look at the road conditions for you and anything that might be affecting your drive. Well, 
that alpine paving continues and the bridge reconstruction. They were doing some grinding and resurfacing by the River of Golden Dreams Bridge yesterday, right by Meadow Park there and Nicholas North. So plan accordingly because going through that section, that northern section of town, right through to Emerald Drive, there's going to be lots of roadworks right through till September. So look for traffic control, expect delays. There could well be single lane alternating traffic on certain days. And there is a speed limit of 50 kilometers an hour. So stick to it. And there are people there working. It's there for a reason. There is some road maintenance as well due to kick off on Monday. That's between Riverside Drive and Heatherport Road with a right lane closure heading southbound, but that's for Monday. So, yeah. Uh, otherwise, the webcams, well, I can see a clearing trend in Pemberton. That's, that's looking hopeful. Uh, see a school bus as well. Obviously, school kids on the road for another week, is it? Is it just one more week? Is this, the, is this the last week of school or is it next week as well? I'll find that out. Whew. But yeah, calm traffic levels, but water on the road. So take her easy, you know, you don't want to be slipping and sliding anywhere. Uh, pooling could well be a hazard, although with just forecast showers, you never know. Well, I mean, I'll say, I want to tell you about, well, how about some trail updates from Walker? No, you still can't ride on Black Home. It's still closed. That's Dark Crystal. And the other one that I forget. So no being naughty and doing that. It's, uh, you know, it's closed for a reason. Make sure you abide by that. It needs to, uh, yeah, melt in and have there's some work done it. So leave that well alone, including as well, Lord of the Squirrels. That isn't good to go yet as that snow line retreats. They're hoping, yeah, it's near the uh, current, their current major, uh, major objective. That's Walker, the trail builders there, is the near tree line zone up there, trying to upgrade those Ruti climb sections. So they've been working on a green jello, cherry on top, whipped cream. They were upgraded the transition there and drainage and some uh, the widened comments some of the climbing segments there they're now working on high society for some erosion and woodwork replates uh woodwork repairs i should say the flank is inside as they say gosh i love reading dan raymond's trail reports he's got such a good story to uh, telling technique and some great photos Look at all those caterpillars amazing work that they've been doing on there cool fungi and uh i don't know what that uh, device is that you found there that metal thing very exciting but lots of newcomers to the trail building team too that's uh yeah it's grown their walker crew so they'd like to welcome back some familiar faces pat Andreas and Mateus, but a few additions too, including Darren and Cami. So if you want to get involved, the, uh, well, the COVID protocols have changed now. So rather than just 10 volunteers per night, they can now have 30 and it makes such a difference. So get involved, uh, check out their website for details and you have up until Friday to do uh, this week's uh, virtual tuning. That's number four of the year and there's 15 in total. And this one is going to take you, where is it? It's uh, oh, by Chequemus Crossing on garbage, rubbish, cable guy, and just another bike trail. That's the route there. You have until Friday at midnight to complete that and get the badge on Trail Forks and be eligible for some awesome prizing. And uh, got to confirm, I finally got around to having one of those BYAR uh, beers with Ride Wrap from Coast Mountain. They are freaking tasty. That's a great, great call for a great beer for after you've uh, after you've had a ride Mm -mm. 
The local events, the farmer's market, must be its fourth weekend now, at its new location at the Whistle Racket Club. That's going to be happening this week. And the Whistle Children's Festival kicks off in a few days. That's happening virtually online this year. Lots of events to look at for well over a month. So give that a look at online. But something here you might want to, I know you're going to be thrilled to hear about this because I was absolutely stoked to read that Art on the Lake is coming back, literally art on the lake. So if you're an artist, you're a local artist and you want to get involved, there are so many creatives here in town. But if you want to get involved and be literally floating on the lake and doing a a live art demonstration, now is the time. They're doing a call for artists, Arts Whistler. And you can do this online. The provisional date for Art on the Lake this year is August 5th, but with some, of course, weather delay dates being 12th and 19th, because you never know what the weather might hold. But what a phenomenal event that that was last year, having live music, live art demonstrations, allowing people, you know, during the pandemic to to socially distance on, be it an explorer, a paddleboard, canoe, whatever and just float on Alter Lake by Wayside Park there. So put it in your calendar. It could well be on August 5th, but if you're a local artist and you want to get involved, showcase your work and do a live art demonstration, check out the Arts Whistler website. So the uh, the local rugby team, the Whistler Wolves, that's uh, in the, the rugby league club here. That's league, not union. They're looking for players. They're wondering if you want to play in the league. They'll be playing full contact games this year. They're doing a call out for people. And I found this news out yesterday whilst at Mountain FM because I still can't remember what the last movie I saw in a theatre was. I don't... I, can you... I'll have to think harder, but I really can't remember the last movie I saw in a theatre, but, drum roll, the Village 8 Movie Theatre is going to be opening this Friday. Yeah, Uh, they're hoping to have the schedule up today, but you'll be able to see Quiet Place 2, Looks Terrifying, Not My Deal, Cruella, The Conjuring 2, that's definitely not my cup of tea, but Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, Uh, Now, that I can get behind. I went to see the first one and I remember just off the bat being like, you know what, I'm going to put a guess in on how many times Samuel L. Jackson says motherfucker. And I said 20. And sure enough, you count next time you watch that movie, 20 times he says his catchphrase. That's true. So I wonder if if we should have a little, should we have a little poll? Bets in on how many times Samuel L. Jackson uses his famous catchphrase in his new movie. Let me know. Let me know how you do. But yeah, the movie theater opens on Friday. You can get popcorn and a drink with admission. There's a few rules, so make sure you look at that before uh, obviously committing to buying. But yeah, Friday. Oh my gosh. We'll be able to go back to the movies. Crazy. Maybe some of the Whistler's birthday birthday peeps might want to do that. There's a few fantastic birthday shout-outs, actually, including Paul Stoker. Happy birthday, bud. Hope you have a phenomenal day, and Steph spoils you. Hope you have a wonderful time and day. Paul Porter, who used to live in town, he's in Toronto now. I hope he has a a good birthday and, uh, yeah, manages to celebrate on what are much tighter restrictions there you know I always feel we've had so lucky really here in Whistler to be able to go outside so much so Paul Porter a previous Whistlerite hope wishing you a happy birthday I hope that reaches your ears along with a few people coming up that's right it was Molly well Molly Bethune's birthday yesterday happy birthday babe hope you had a cracking day but a few more on the way too Marnie Helene she left town 
a few, just a couple months back, went back to Australia and the photo of her making a dress whilst in quarantine went viral. It made the Daily Mail in the UK. Hell of a lady. Happy birthday to you, Marnie, and all who know you. Hope they're celebrating your awesomeness. But Jocelyn Lou's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, along with Joel Sweets. I hope you don't have to see Joel Sweet in a search and rescue operation with Whistler. He's an absolutely crucial member of the team. Happy birthday to you, Joel. Have a wonderful day with Ali and the boys. Meredith Claw's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday, along with Steve Walsh in a couple days. Molly Green, what a rock star. A hell of a uh, massage therapist. Molly Green, make sure you hit her up if you need some uh, help with your, yeah, uh, help with your muscles and troubles. She's a wonderful lady. So happy birthday to you all. If I've missed anyone, remember you can always email me and I can give them a shout out on your behalf because those people... Well, today's birthday, uh, Paul Stoker shares his day with some fantastic historical facts brought to you by none other than the wonderful Stinkies on the Stroll, who I'm sure will be disappointed in last night's Habs result. But it's all right. You've got more games. You've got more games. But in 1878 on this day, the world's first moving pictures were caught on camera. True fact. Uh, Twelve cameras, each taking one picture. We were compiled to see if all four of a horse's hooves leave the ground. Okay, okay. That was in 1878. Wow, wow. Long time ago. In 1965, Bob Dylan recorded Like a Rolling Stone on this day. True fact. In 1980, Jack Nicholas set a new tournament scoring record of 272. That was eight under par to win his fourth open title, two strokes ahead of Isao Aoki of Japan. Mm-hmm. We've got way more music uh, ones for you today. Bruce Springsteen got busted on this day by the Pap Parazzi in Rome uh, with something of a intimate moment with his pad, uh, backing singer and him in his underpants confirming they were having an affair mm-hmm. on this day in 1988 Dire Straits actually uh, started a nine week run at number one with their album Brothers in Arms on this day in 85 Duran Duran brought out their debut album on this day June 15th in 1981 what a day for music oh it gets better that's right Marvin Gaye back in 1973 on June 15th brought out that's right. Wow, 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 wow. None other than Let's Get It On. Yeah, hell of a tune. I, I, I'm going to listen to that one for sure today. What a track. But there you go. Some wonderful uh, music trivia for you, including the fact it's Harry Nielsen's birthday. Uh, I love that track that's on the Forrest Gump soundtrack there. And there was another one here. Hmm, yeah. Uh, Mark Thwaite, he's a British guitarist. He's played with a lot of wonderful musicians. Alanis Morissette, PJ Harvey, Gary Newman, The Mission. It's also Ice Cube's birthday. He was born on this day in 1969. Happy birthday, Ice Cube. Wow. All right, I'm going to leave it there, team. Wrapping up, it's 7.57. Hoping you do stay dry. Don't worry. It should be the last bit of rain for a while. If you can enjoy it, then do, because the sun is the coming. Mm. So, track that I'm recommending today that's in the June Daily Recommendations playlist I pop up on the Spotify account for The Whistle Pulse. Well, it's from London Grammar. It's from their latest album, California Soul. Really digging London Grammar. Beautiful vocals, but also wonderful, wonderful playing from the rest of the band. And it's called How Does It Feel? Their latest track, track I should say. 
Really digging it. Hope you do too. Check it out today. Highly recommend it. And I'll give you a little, uh, little joke before we part ways. What do you call a shoe made of a banana? A slipper. Hey. All right, all right, all right. Have yourself a fantastic week. Happy Tuesday. I'll see you Friday. Yeah, Friday morning. The Whistler Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.